If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. A little bit about affluence in America. And they say it's not just the wealthiest 1%. Fully 20% of U.S. adults become rich for parts of their lives, wielding outsize, outsize influence on America's economy and politics. This little-known group may pose the biggest barrier to reducing the nation's income inequality. Barrier? People getting wealthy doing well. It's a barrier. The growing numbers of the U.S. poor have been well documented, but survey data provided to the Associated Press detail the flip side of the record income back. The rise of the, quote, new rich, made up of older professionals, working married couples, and more educated singles. The new rich are those with household income of $250,000 or more at some point in their working lives. They're actually writing like this is bad. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Welcome back to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, AMFM247.com, KFRK in Denver, Colorado, and of course... Our good friends over there at Red Nation Radio. That's right. Uh, check us out each and every evening on Red Nation Radio. Before we get into our regular Harvey Neiman, we're going to take a brief time out here and tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign. They're raising $200,000 or more for an upcoming season of a web series, Hits. No morals. It is a workplace comedy about hitmen who are terrible at their jobs. Check it out today. It's a work drama continues. It gets out of hand in a new season of hits. Hashtag no morals. Jonathan Perkins with us today from Chicago. They are raising a lot of money, and they need to get the money now. Check it out today. They've got some uh, featured rewards and some bonuses. A lot of them are sold out because these folks are uh, getting a lot of people jumping in on what they're doing. Check it out today. Hits. No morals. It's a great new web series. Check it out on Indiegogo.com or go to igg.me slash at slash hits dash no dash morals slash sh. R-E slash 1513-0475, or just go to Indiegogo.com and search hits. No morals. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. And uh, Harvey is fantastic. We talk to Harvey each and every week on our broadcast here. And the topic this week, what does the debate really mean to you? The infamous bank robber, Willie Sutton, said that he robbed banks because that's where the money was. Well, times have changed, and while the banks still have money, it usually belongs to you, their customers. And sometimes the banks rob you, and Wells Fargo can't get away from this scandal with a getaway stage 
coach. Harvey Neiman with us today, president and chief investment officer of Neiman Funds Management, LLC. He's back this week looking at the big debate and the bottom line of election 2016. Now, Harvey, in recent weeks, there's been bad news of a major scandal at Wells Fargo Bank. The bank's employees have been accused of fraudulent business practices with thousands of banks existing customers, and potential new small business customers. Is this the same crisis that brought down the entire U.S. economy back in 2007-2008? Well, that's a good question. That's a great question, and you and I uh, fully remember the 2008 and uh, what they call the Great Recession. Yes. And I want to have your, uh, your listeners and Americans across this country see the differences. Uh, this is not a pleasant occurrence with Wells Fargo, but it is not the same scandal. It is not the sky falling that we had back five, six, seven years ago. The, the, the reason is all the underlying infrastructure, the problems with the underlying infrastructure just aren't there here. We're rebuilding our economy, and we get bumps in the road, and there are institutions. Jiggy, you know there are institutions that uh, they stretch the limit. They go a little bit beyond. I think yeah. it, uh, well, Wells Fargo, I'm not going to comment about the, the actual occurrences, but they're a company that goes back to the 1830s and 40s, and they are an American company that they've done something they shouldn't have done. They'll correct it. That's their business. It's not my business. What you need to know is we need to understand. What you need to know is the economy needs to be pushing forward. And with job creation and focusing, yes, on the election and who the new president will be, that's our focus. And let the government and the Justice Department and the banking departments take care of Wells Fargo. They will take care of that problem. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. He's the president chief investment officer at Neiman Funds Management. LLC is with us today talking, what does the debate really mean to you? What can our U.S. government do to prevent or curtail large financial institutions from being a threat to the stability of our economy and the personal well-being of average American citizens, Harvey? Well, again, that's a a great question. You know, Jiggy, it sounds almost like I wrote that question. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe you Uh, did. Who knows? You never know. Well, you know, it's sunny out here in Southern California today, and I've got a smile on my face. It's not too warm, and it's not too cold. It's kind of like perfect, but uh, wherever you live, you can stay there and enjoy the climate wherever you live in this great country of ours. Yes. There are many people, uh, politicians especially, that say, let's let's at least enforce uh, uh, the laws that are on the books. People complain about big government, and I understand that, and then people complain about, well, the government doesn't take care of this problem. How could they let them do that? So I I hope our our listeners across this country understand there's a balance. We have to understand uh, that we need laws that protect average Americans, protect, in the case of, say, Wells Fargo, protect all the customers and and clients and and, uh, their savings and their checking accounts are there at a major bank and they have to be protected. But on the other hand, every every major candidate for the last two decades have run on the on you know government's too big, government's too big. We don't need it so big. So how do we solve that problem? And in a thirty second soundbite, I can't do that for you, but I can tell you this: it's not so much that government's big, and I've said this on the show before. 
government is big because we have 330 million people, 350 million people in this country. The idea is that the legislation should be simplified. What we have is too many rules and regulations that conflict with each other. And once we have legislators and, and an executive branch that understands what we need, say a tax code, it's a little easier for people to understand. I'm not saying raise taxes or cut taxes. That's not my comment. Let's get a tax code that everybody can understand. <laughs> and that's really yes. Uh, do you follow? Do you agree with me, Jerry? I do. I do agree with you on that. It seems like nobody can really understand the tax code. I know that uh, we've had we've had various folks on here uh, on on all of our shows that have uh, sure. have talked about various things with the tax code. But that is the one thing that is underlying. Nobody understands the tax code, and it doesn't matter if you're liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever. You, nobody understands this freaking tax code. Right. So the idea of the big government, I'd love to have the politicians, the serious ones, the one, you know, the ones uh, that are going to be our country's leaders, talk about a more streamlined government that's responsive to the ethics of this country, and and not so much. Well, make it smaller, make it smaller. What you want? Fewer police officers? You want fewer military? <laughs> who, who, do you, yes. who do you want to be fewer? Who do you want to get rid of? And that's not the solution. The solution is that we're all on the same page, Jiggy. Left side, right side, you, you phrased it perfectly just a second ago. You know, it doesn't matter what your leaning is. The idea is that we can all get along and run a smooth nation here. Don't you agree? Yes. Yes, indeed. It is the uh, fantastic, fantastic Harvey Neiman. He's with us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Learn more about Harvey and taking control of your money at CustomizedWallStreet.com. How could our large financial institutions relate better to average Americans? Is, is their success a benefit to our middle class, or are they in basically an obstacle to the financial well-being of average folks trying to provide a good education to their children and trying to save for a secure retirement old age? Well, uh, that, those are the kinds of questions I address in my book, and it's nice of you to mention my book, Jiggy. I always appreciate that. The, the, the idea is if we could look at Wall Street as the, uh, as the focal point of our financial well-being in this country and perhaps get the institutions there to be more user-friendly to its customers on which they rely for their existence and, and, and end up more on the same side of the table, uh, structure yeah. their fees in a way that, it, that it's just fairer to everybody. And the discount brokerages are making a stab at that. They've been working at that for the last 20, 25 years. But all of Wall Street, uh, should, if they retool in a way that their value becomes evident to everybody and people aren't afraid of Wall Street. But the average Americans, like, uh, oh, the stock market, oh, that scares me. I don't understand it. Well, why should that be? That, that, that shouldn't be. And, and, and we can have uh, more people relying uh, on the wealth that they can accumulate and save through the tools of Wall Street. And, yes, I talk about it in my book. Yeah, I'll tell you, you, uh, you, you, you've got a heck of a book here. How is the book doing, by the way? Well, it's doing fine. You're, you're plugging a really, really uh, helps it out. It, uh, you know, I, I'm new in the market. I'm not, I'm not a famous guy. And if I sell one book every five or ten years, I'm so excited. It just really is. <laughs> it, just, it just gives me a great thrill. 
but uh, I, I think uh, people like you that see the value in, in the middle of the road philosophy, in the common sense philosophy, and I'm not taking a political side on anything when I uh, talk to you on the show or when I write my book. I, I believe in Main Street has to learn, uh, get, has to be given the opportunity to get along with Wall Street. That's my, that's my view. It is Harvey Neiman. He joins us today here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast to coast border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. And Harvey Neiman joins us each and every week around this time to discuss some of the different issues of the day. He has an incredible website, CustomizeWallStreet.com. He's got the book, Customize Wall Street. It is now available. And, um, Harvey, your, your book demonstrates a lot of things that the average folk don't understand. Um, you make the complex understandable. Break this down for me. Well, uh, I think you just said it for me. Thank you for, for the plug. What I want to do is uh, take a position that a, a person growing up, uh, whether they're just out of high school, just out of college, should be welcomed into the financial world, the financial community, and know what they're doing for the next 30, 40 years as they build a retirement or whatever their financial goals are. They're going to have children and educate their children and marry them off. That, 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 that they have a plan and the availability of a plan and friendly folks, and not just me. I, I actually don't take private clients. I did that for 20 years. Uh, but, but what I want to write is general information that when you go to your financial advisor, you have a connection to that financial and the financial advisor has a connection to you and that it's a team and that's how corporations work and that's how individuals should work uh, be able to work as clients of big corporations whether it's a retail establishment or financial firm or an insurance firm or a retail office uh, a, a real estate office uh, people should be more connected and that's where this country can move forward and we can get that middle class up where both of our major candidates talk about, uh, you know, getting the middle class comfortable again uh, as we were uh, 20, 30 years ago. Those are my thoughts. Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, he joins us live, as always, each and every week. Now, um, now, Harvey, you address uh, a lot of the issues in your book, Customized Wall Street. Give us some examples here. Well, the kind of issues that I address in the first section of the book, I call them distractions. Uh, Wall Street has a century-long sort of a media thing, the stock market, uh, with a bias, for example. This is one example, but people can resonate. The only good stock market is in the up market. We, we only like the bull market. we got everything for stocks going up and up and up. Uh, but, but, but I think that's, that's a distraction and a misconceived notion. I talk about that. Uh, by saying, wait a minute, in every other industry, a discount, you know, if some prices come down on automobiles, you know, I have a couple friends looking for cars, they want to buy a car, they're, they're looking for a discount when they buy their car. Why a little softening of the prices of uh, a good stock that you like that pays a nice dividend, you're going to get a better dividend yield if the stock, the price drops a little bit and you should be loading up. And so uh, we should present the stock market and Wall Street as it's favorable in either direction. It's not our enemy. I don't know how many times I can repeat that the stock market and Wall Street offer tools uh, that we can customize and personalize to grow our wealth and reach our financial goals. And that's 
a message I'll repeat as long as I'm on this planet Earth. That's <laughs> fantastic. Now, Harvey, uh, I appreciate it, my friend. Before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online, pick up the book, all that fun stuff? 